Oh, that's, that's fantastic. Thank you. That's, that's made my day. <laughs> Best of all is... God is with us. We're not on our own. At the end of Matthew's gospel, Jesus gives the great commission and its powerful words to this new fledgling group of disciples to give this tremendous message to the whole wide world. And Jesus ends it by saying, and remember, I'll be with you always to the end of time. Best of all is, God is with us. You're never alone. Sometimes in society, in the world, it can seem a tough place. It can seem hard. But fear not, for God is with you. And he cares for you. Now, it is known that my gifting in the church is that of an evangelist. And that I have always in my pocket a little cross of some kind. Talk with someone. Last weekend... I was in uh, Portadown in Northern Ireland. Uh, amen. Great place. And I'd been there previously uh, with my brother Mart when he was president of conference and we were there together. And outside the British Legion during the time when everybody was having a cup of tea, I was out on the streets just hoping I could meet someone and be able to have a talk about the Lord. You never know. And outside the British Legion, I met this bloke, Jim, and... Uh, there on the pavement we shared together I'm an evangelist but I do a lot of listening in my evangelism I listen to his story and then I shared about the love of Jesus and brought out a little cross and there outside the British Legion he gave his life to Christ amen now last Sunday last last Sunday I was there in Portadown the people who were driving me in the car we drove past the British Legion I said to them that's holy ground. They looked at me because I'm a teetotaler. <laughs> and I told them what I've just told you. I got in the church and uh, who did I meet? There was Jim shaking my hand. Hallelujah. You see, best of all is God is with us. I, I am mildly diabetic. I have to have blood tests. I went for my blood test last week. Anne, the, the, the nurse, Lovely, lovely lady. She took my blood. And then we were just conversing as I was about to go. And I asked her about something, about her grandson, and she told me. And then, and then she said, touch wood. So I said, oh, you know where that comes from, don't you? She said, uh, no, no, what does it mean? I said, it comes from the medieval times when in the churches they used to have a piece of what they called the original cross, wood, and that if you needed God's help, you touch the wood. Touch the cross and God will help you. She said, I never knew that. So I whipped out a cross. <laughs> and uh, hallelujah. My nurse, she took my blood, but I gave her the cross. <laughs> and I said, and of course the cross, it's linked to blood because there was plenty of blood when they nailed Jesus on there. And his blood is so precious to us. It's a cleansing thing. It's a wonderful thing that the devil cannot stand. And because of his blood, we are shown the great depth of his love for us. Yesterday, me and my Laura on the way here stopped at Launceston, a little church at Lifton, village church where I preached. Uh, there was loads of youngsters there, loads of young couples. And uh, I offered the cross. And at the end, Becky 
one of these young mums, she came to me in the schoolroom because she wanted to give her life to Christ and take the cross. Now, I've not got many left, actually, but if you... <laughs> If you've never made that step, if you want to touch the cross, if you want to know and love Jesus, then friends, I'll be down in the crush hall and I'll be glad to pray with you and talk with you. Or, you, and I've been encouraging people to do this in Cornwall as part of our mission program, to take a cross that you can witness, that you can share, that you can give it to someone who needs Christ. For all of us here, we've got a world to win for Jesus. And God is with us, so let's stand up for him because he is our Lord and Master and the best thing in life is him. Let's sing, stand up, stand up for Jesus. Before we sing it. Oh, sorry. Before we sing it. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, I'm sorry. Pam is going to tell us a little bit about the story. Oh, oh, Pam. <laughs> Pam. Oh, oh Pam. <laughs> I've always wanted this moment. <laughs> Kissing oh, frogs. lovely. Thank you. Kissing Thank frogs. You. Well, do you know from one totally <laughs> inspirational preacher to a story of another which leads us into this hymn, Stand Up, Stand Up for Jesus. A young man called Dudley Ting, back in the 1850s old in Philadelphia in the United States, very charismatic, very enthusiastic Christian. In fact, 5,000 people came along to hear him speak on one particular day. And just a day or two after that, he was back on his own farm and wearing the tunic that every farmer did in those days. And tragically, the long sleeve of his tunic got caught in the cogs of the threshing machine and it, it pulled his arm into the machine and he lost his arm and, of course, lost a lot of blood too. And in those days, nothing they could do about it. Took him back home to die. And on his deathbed, his very good friend, the minister from just down the road, George Duffield was there. And he said, have you got any message that you want to leave so that we can pass it on to encourage other people in their faith? And he said, tell them to stand up for Jesus. And... Once he died, George had that in his mind and his heart. He went back and wrote the verses we're about to sing. And next Sunday at the service, where, of course, he paid tribute to Dudley, um, he read out these words. And those words, again, like Just As I Am, were published, and the piece of music went to it. And you know, the best thing is that just as God was with Dudley as he died, he's with all the rest of us because that little insignificant in a way personal moment that you think no one will ever know about it or never have an impact on anyone else but you God is in it and here we are generations later singing this song so shall we all get to our feet to stand up for Jesus <laughs> 